Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. I'm Darwin Zook. Thanks for tuning in to MLB Extras podcast, Mariners edition. Pleased to be joined by M's reporter, Greg Johns. And we talked uh, last week, Greg, about offseason Jerry DePoto, not afraid to make a deal. And then sure enough, I think we uh, got off the phone and started immediately. A trade happened. Malik Smith coming over to the Mariners outfielder. And then going back over to the Rays, Mike Zanino, Guillermo Heredia. Before we get into kind of the domino effect of what this deal means for the Mariners, what specifically does Smith bring to the table that DePoto and the team is most excited about? Yeah, I mean, uh, bottom line, he's a, he's a speedy young center with team control. And that was a spot that, uh, that they had to figure out. Uh, you know, they, they, they traded for D Gordon last year and play, played him in center. And, uh, you know, Went okay, but when they moved D into second base after Cano's uh, suspension, D looked much better at second base. It was obviously a, more of a natural infielder, and it, it just made sense, I think, for them going forward to have D back in the in the uh, in the infield. So center field not an easy place to fill if you look at the free agent picture, and uh, and they saw they felt as Depoto often does, the trade market was the best best value to pick up a young guy with team control. And that's really what this is about. They're looking to get younger guys that can be here for four or five years with that young core that they're building. And uh, Malik Smith fits that role. He's, he's uh, a young guy with four years left on his uh, of, of team control via a year, another year of arbitration before he even gets to arbitration. So uh, again, we really a breakout year last year for the Rays. And that kind of speed guy that they love to bring in and safe go field and, and uh, see what he can do in that outfield with Mitch Hanniger and, and whoever they play on the left. So uh, that's that's that end of it. The the flip side of it is now they have a, a hole at catcher because Mike Zanino has been the guy there for, for five years, and uh, and that's the spot they're going to have to fill next. But that's kind of the domino effect that you talked about. Yeah, and just continuing on with that domino effect, you mentioned the team, of course, trying to get younger. And does that mean a guy like Robinson Cano – could eventually be pushed out there. Does he move over if D Gordon comes to second? So Cano was pushed to first base or DH more often, and we see that it going into next year. Is that part also of that domino effect that this trade brings about? Sure, something's going to have to happen there. You got, you got. We saw it at the end of last season, Darwin. With once uh, Cano came back, you know, there was it was a little awkward, you know, where they were going to use Gordon. He uh, played a little bit at shortstop when uh, Gene Segura out he played uh, some back in center field and he, he played some at second and when he did Cano moved to first uh, for 10 games started at first he played a couple games at third base he played a little DH 
uh, you know, where does Cano fit in next year is really one of the key questions I think overhanging the rest of this offseason and, and spring training. Well, we'll, well, Jerry DePoto says they'll they'll have that in place. It kind of depends on what happens the rest of this uh, this this uh, offseason. They should know once they make those other moves. So those dominoes start to move. But that's pretty pretty apparent that that uh, if Gordon is at second, then you got to play Cano at first. Uh, or DH and Ryan Healy, uh, you know, was was uh, had a decent year last year, but they certainly could get more offense out of Cano if they choose to go that way. Or, or the Nelson Cruz situation, pretty clear that that they're moving on from him. Uh, it would seem as they as they go to get younger and use that money and position for for uh, younger talent. So uh, tough tough to take Nelson out of that lineup. But if you put Cano at DH, got a pretty good bat there in, in his place. So you know, those are. Those are the options if Gordon plays second. The other, the other option, Darwin, I guess, is, is if they move Segura, which is possible if, if, if they're looking to make some, obviously some more trades here. If Segura goes and Gordon could conceivably play short, he looked he looked pretty good there. He came up as a shortstop um, before he was moved to second base. So you know he, he looked like he could handle that position, but I think he's a little better at second. So my sense is they'll want to keep him at second, but we'll see how that plays out. And uh, you know, they could move Gordon. I mean, maybe Gordon gets traded. You know, him and Segura both have some some value on the market. So that seems, you know, there's those <laughs> those are the questions that are getting played out right now in the in the mayor's office, and a lot of it depends on what they can do and what what best value they can get back with the, whatever moves they decide to make. Yeah, and Jerry Depoto is certainly not afraid to have multiple options. I think he enjoys being able to make those decisions and to have multiple options of what he can still do. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You mentioned Mike Zanino as well, now a void at catcher. Zanino, when he caught last season, team won 62-39 and 39 when he was behind the plate. So obviously the pitchers enjoyed having him back there. He was a good defensive catcher. So what happens next at that position? Is Yasmani Grandal or Wilson Ramos an option? Where do you think the team looks to? Uh, in terms of the catcher spot, I mean, there, there are a couple of big name free agents out there, but I, I, this team seems to be headed more toward the uh, what we saw with the Malik Smith deal. Just get the younger guy with 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 the upside going forward, to four or five years of team control, as opposed to bringing in a big money free agent, spending a, a bunch right now, and 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 a guy that's on a, in, a, in his thirties. You know, they're kind of trying to get away from that with, with what they've got now, with kind of stuck with those big contracts. I think they're trying to get more flexible and younger. Uh, to, to push forward for the future, so I I, I suspect uh, that we'll we'll get you know some guy some young guy that's that's got a little bit of major league experience. Uh, ideally, if they can land that guy, you know they've got some some trade chips that they can move. You know, there's some some big name. You know, Carson Kelly is the name, and with the Cardinals, young guy that's was uh, one of the top catching prospects in baseball, uh, but he's kind of, he's blocked there with the Cardinals, obviously, and and you know that's the kind of guy I think they would love to get, but. Uh, you know, you never know what uh, what what deals Depoto's going to make. You just know he's going to make them. Right, that's definitely the case with Depoto. Talking with Greg Johns, Seattle Mariners reporter, and Greg, some changes to the coaching staff as well. Additions: um, Tim Laker, current assistant hitting coach with the D-backs, he'll replace Edgar Martinez now um, as hitting coach with Seattle, and also Perry Hill, bench coach. Talk a little bit about those additions. Uh, to the Mariners coaching staff. Yeah, both interesting and, and both unofficial at this time. Just uh, things we've come up with uh, yesterday. I heard that, that Laker was going to be the guy, and Mariners not confirming that yet, but it, it's uh, pretty clear according to my sources that he's going to be the, the new guy. He was the assistant hitting coach with the Diamondbacks and uh, you know would come in and big shoes to fill. It's not easy to be the guy that replaces Edgar Martinez. 
Uh, but a uh, uh, 48-year-old uh, guy who's a f- former catcher in the majors, spent a lot of time in the, in the big leagues in a kind of part-time role, and uh, has been actually was with the Mariners. I was manager for them in uh, West Tennessee back in 2010 when he was just starting out and, and coaching and managing. So he's been around a while and uh, looking for his first a job as, as a uh, major league hitting coach though so that'll be interesting there and, and the, uh, the I, I think the the Perry Hill is a guy um, Scott Brocious is leaving he was a third base coach and uh, he's he's decided to look for options elsewhere and Atlanta what I think is a very interesting hire in uh, in Perry Hill who also unofficial but it's not hard to track that one as uh, Perry already has put on his Twitter account that he's working as the Mariners new infield coach so that was a uh, not a well-kept secret, but uh, he's a guy who's been around a long time and loves uh, is, is well-loved by uh, people who worked with him, including D. Gordon, interestingly, who gave, gives him a lot of credit for being a guy who turned him into a gold-glove second baseman with the Marlins. So, uh, very highly regarded uh, infield coach, and, and they, they always ranked very well metrically in, in uh, defense down in Miami in their infield, and, and uh, seems to be a, a, a pretty good coup landing him. He was... Uh, a free agent tier as the Marlins make a lot of shifts and uh, looks like guys going to come in and bring a lot of experience and, and uh, respect to that infield. So I, they've not confirmed yet and not finalized from the mayors how things are going to fit in until they name those, which I expect here in the next day or two. But uh, whether he's going to be the first base coach, which is what he was in Miami, or if he shifts over to take that third base coach uh, spots, um, we'll, we will see Chris Prieto coming back uh, on the staff was the first base coach last year. So, We'll see where they land, but the, those are kind of the, the pieces coming to, together on that puzzle as well here. And continuing with unofficial news as we wrap up here, Greg, you were just working on an article recently here. The naming rights to Safeco Field now changing. T-Mobile, is that the direction now for next year? It'll be T-Mobile and not Safeco. What's the deal with that? Yeah, that's that's the word uh, that's that's coming out. Again, the Mariners not making that official, not not commenting or confirming, but uh, uh, Forbes actually with the with the – the scoop on that one today that T-Mobile has the uh, the naming rights locked up, just waiting for that to be finalized. The Mariners uh, aren't going to name anything, aren't going to finalize anything until they get the stadium lease uh, confirmed. They've, they've got a deal worked out, but that has to be uh, finalized by their public facilities district that oversees the stadium. So kind of still working out the, the paperwork, I believe, on some, some lease agreements before they can then go forward with the naming rights, which sounds like T-Mobile Stadium now instead of Safeco Field. So... Uh, a new change. Safeco has, has been the sponsor there for 20 years since the park opened back in '99. So they had said, uh, you know, a year ago that they were uh, they were uh, going to let that their agreement expire. And uh, so the mayor's been looking for a, a replacement. It looks like it will be T-Mobile going forward. Always weird to me, Darwin, when stadiums change. You kind of try to get used to the new name. But uh, I remember when they first named it Safeco Field. It took a little while for that one to sink in. But it always seems to happen, so we'll, we'll start to get used to T-Mobile, whether it's ballpark, stadium, whatever they, whatever they choose to go here in Seattle. Yeah, definitely. It takes some getting used to. I'm sure we'll we'll all be making mistakes when we keep saying safe go for a little while till we get used to it. Greg, we appreciate the time as always. Jerry DePoto, we'll see what he's up to next. We'll talk to you again soon. Uh, no doubt we'll have new, more news by the time we get to do this again next week. <laughs> for sure. Sounds good, Greg. Thanks for tuning in on MLB Extras. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 